Hey, we're live. Hi. I think people are watching us. Are they? Hi. Shh. Don't say that thing you were talking about. Oh, we can't talk about it now. We can't. All right, well. We, we can't talk about keeping the cave babe. I am Heel Hugs. This is my partner in crime, Macho Fan, Sandy Ravage. And whether it's real or it's fake, we always keep the cave babe. So what are we talking about today, Hugs? Um, I'm pretty sure that we are talking about factions. In the AEW, but more or less, most of my list is WWE recasting factions. We're going to be taking some classic, I guess you could say classic, all all these factions are relatively older, uh, factions and recasting them with current stars. Maybe sometimes we'll throw in a couple older stars into some newer factions. Who knows? We're just going to be talking factions. That is is what's happening for our satisfaction. Hey, let's go. But anyway, the, the, Factions that I have right here, I've broken them down into a couple categories. Uh, first off is going to be the Nation of Domination. It's going to be recast. Uh, I'm also looking at the Horsemen slash Evolution because I look at them as kind of like the same thing. It's a four-man stable. Each person has like a specific slot. Um, I have our what I call as a, the developmental uh, factions. These are going to be like the Nexus or the Shield. Uh, I've recast both. I think you have as well. We have a modern-day NWO as well as a modern-day DX. Now, there are many stables that are left out of this list, but that's the cool thing about a podcast. We can make more of them. Uh, so <laughs> I know we had, we had talked about potentially doing Bullet Club. We won't be doing that in this one. Uh, and then there's some stables that I feel like just aren't like – if you look at UE, like there aren't specific spots in Undisputed Air where it's like, oh, this dude plugs into this position. So other than just naming four people, it would be, you know, it doesn't make much sense to me. Um, but if there are stables that we don't mention that you want to see us do in a future podcast, let us know in the comments. What are your favorite stables? Which ones do you want to see us recast? And do you agree with what we have to say? Hopefully you do. Where would you like better? Let's start with the first one you said, the Nation of Domination. I'm so excited. All right. Well, what do you have first? Who do you have in for your Nation of Domination there, Hugs? Okay. So I'm looking at the classic Nation. Um, I even kind of went like pre-rock, like J.C. Ice and Wolfie D., you know, like the old. Oh, nation. wow. So it's a little bit of a bigger group. It's not like the traditional five men. Um, but I, I also looked at what we have going right now with the Hurt Business. I'm really enjoying what they're doing. I like their vibe, but I'm not a big Bobby Lashley fan. So Bobby Lashley will, will not be in this, but it is kind of a merging of the Hurt Business with some few other characters I'd like to see. So, of course, off the top, MVP and Shelton are absolutely in my version of the new nation. I feel like MVP is the charismatic leader. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like he can definitely pull out that vibe. He, he, even in my opinion, he doesn't have the credentials of a Ron Simmons in the Farouk role, but I feel like he has more charisma on the mic to carry it a little bit better. Okay. Um, I would split off from the street profits Montez. I feel like Montez oh. has the charisma. He could almost be the rock role. Uh, in the uh, in the new nation, I feel like he has really good in ring performance. He's a very entertaining character. I'd like to see if he had a little bit more edge on him, what he could pull out there. Um, I would also like to see Mustafa Ali. In Ooh, I like that pick. I feel like he's got a little bit of a different style that he works than a lot of the other guys. I feel like he's got a lot left to offer um, that we haven't seen in his character wise. Uh, also, I would like to see Angel Garza. 
feel like Angel Garza would be a great fit for this group. And my last group was a couple of call-ups from NXT. The big badass Keith Lee in like almost the, the charismatic Mark Henry role. Um, yes. and of course, bringing with him, I would pull Mia Yim. Oh, okay. Bring the one-two combo. That would be a good little end off on that little faction that's, there. That's my stable. It's a little larger than like the traditional nation, but I feel like I pulled in pieces that I fit, felt would fit well um, and that they all kind of complement each other. And what I like most about your faction of the new nation is they all do have that specific role. And it's not that anyone really collides with anybody else. Mm -hmm. Everyone else kind of it's where you have the charisma is all on the same level. It's not like it's scatterbrained all over the place. I would actually love to see Montez and Keith Lee like on camera together doing stuff like that. And then you throw in the rest of those guys like that would be insane right now. That would be something that we would love to see. Uh, as for as for my new nation, if that's what we're gonna call this tag team, <laughs> I went with one that uh, a team that we almost saw in WWE. Um, they called themselves well, they were going to call themselves the Bloodline, and that is the Usos with oh, Roman yeah. Reigns mm -hmm. and Samoa Joe, and then I was gonna throw Bronson Reed in there with them and just give them yeah. that big powerhouse force so they can actually be the nation of domination and be able that. to have that big build where it was like the days when the rock was kind of the intercontinental champion and they're doing the split between the rock and uh ron simmons where you get where they were just one of the top factions in the group and that they could just stand there i, I could even just see him like they don't even have to do the fist they do like the haku, the haku or the haku, the haka, haku, the, yeah, the the haka. haka and do that mm -hmm. in the ring. I can kind of see it now. And that would just bring out the same genomes where we got the nation from, yeah. but with just a different uh, set of the world. Oh, yeah. One, well, I've always wanted to see a heel faction with Roman and the Usos. I just absolutely love that idea. I, I'm a big fan of like lineage and bloodline and uh, the legacy and the Anawaii family legacy is one that is just kind of unmatched with any other family mm -hmm. out there. Um, the one thing that's really cool, and we, we, uh, we haven't talked about it recently, is Nikki and Brie both had baby boys within 24 hours of each other. So oh, wow. that is like, I mean, they're not twins, but that's about as close as it gets. You know what I mean? Them each having a baby boy within 24 hours of each other. If that's not the next tag team in 18 years, I'm just not about, <laughs> I'm not about wrestling anymore. If we don't get that team in 18 years, I'm going to be so sad. We're at the one of these podcast episodes. We're at the name those tag teams, the future generation superstar. Exactly. But anyways, let's go into the next tag team. Who do you want to go over next? Okay. Um. Well, I would because you mentioned a specific person. Uh, I want to go into our developmental branch. So I'm talking okay. Nexus. I'm talking the Shield. Um, the Nexus one. I feel like I'll go over because it's going to be quick. There's not a lot to go over with this. The way that the Nexus popped off the first time they had like that TV show. It was like a reality TV show style NXT before, so you loosely knew these people. NXT is a little different now. If you've watched for any uh, set of time, you kind of know all the recurring characters quite a bit. But I would like to see this group, and it's kind of a mishmash because I feel like that's what the Nexus was. Everybody didn't necessarily fit a specific role, but they were all very different characters. Um, mm -hmm. So my leader, excuse me, of the Nexus would be Tommaso Ciampa. I would have Tommaso like Ciampa. Where it's at. 
Dominic Dijakovic. I would have Roddy, Roderick Stone, uh, Damian Priest, and Kushida. Ooh. With uh, Mercedes and Dakota Kai. I like how you're throwing the women in here too, because uh, a lot of these ones, I, I have women in there for a couple of them, but I really kind of left them out because, but you forget how impactful some of these females were in their factions and how even more important they would be in a new age faction now that they are superstars with that. Um, but that well, is, and um, go ahead. Well, as I was saying, that's kind of the thing though, too, is when you look at a lot of these old factions, women wrestling wasn't at the level that it is now. So we, A, didn't have the same amount of talent that we have, and B, not the same amount of representation. So I feel in recasting a lot of these, I'm trying to make sure that we have that element of people that would fit the mold, uh, but also that we have like a good diverse grouping of the people that are in the stables. Yeah, I really like that pick. Um, for my nexus... I didn't go the big full group, but I did cast these with legends because Nexus is still kind of new. We yeah. still have a lot of superstars that are in Nexus, are still in WWE, just grown on to bigger roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went old school and I went about in the mid nine or early 2000s, late 90s. Uh, okay. I want Raven to lead oh. Nexus. And you put people with him like Nova. Uh, you can put Stevie Richards in with them and then someone like Steve Blackman. And uh, Ken Shamrock put mm. them in there. Like that would be like the bad news barrier with them. And like where you get the power and it's just kind of that ragtag bunch of guys that were always on the mid card that can just come out. And now they own the show. You know what this kind of reminds me of? First off, any stable, I'm a huge Raven fan. Any stable you put Raven in is the, is the flock. Like that's, <laughs> that's just the way I look at it. But it's almost like you're stable. Do you remember the union? Yes. Okay, your stable is almost like if the flock and the union merged. Kind, it's kind of merged of together. Like, yeah. yeah. That's a good little, that's a good, I didn't even realize that, but now you say that, man, it is very similar, uh, uh, especially just because of the ragtagness of it. It's like literally yeah. like, the union was just a bunch of guys just put together, basically. Mm-hmm. But I, I would love that. Actually, I'm a huge fan of Steve Blackman. I was just uh, talking to somebody about head cheese the other day. Al Snow would fit that group. I was um, say, yeah. <laughs> but let's get into the shield. I think mine is going to be quite a bit different than yours. So I'll let you go ahead and go first on that one. All right. Well, I casted two shields because about the same thing we have the shield. A lot of them are still wrestling at high level. So um, I went with the newer version. Um, and that is my NXT develop- developmentals, which would be Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic and Johnny Gargano. That would be sick because you got two big dudes and then Johnny's like a smaller guy, but he's got the that can handle the mic. Yeah, Keith Lee is, is very charismatic too. Dominic is he's there, but the other two I think are a little better. That's the thing that's cool about the Shield is each one of them was just such a like incredible talent. Um, so it's it would be hard to recreate that lightning strike. What was your other one though? Uh, and then my old Legends version. Say we went back to the nineties, Benoit. Eddie Guerrero and Dean Malenko. So the radicals. Just yeah, basically the radicals. Yeah. <laughs> Still the radicals like, minus Perry Saturn. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. I was trying to think like they had a tag team back in the day. I couldn't remember the name of it, but yeah. Uh, basically the radical, but like just I want to go in their early days, kind of like if we were able to pull them when they were 25. Yeah. Exactly. When they were all kind of still scattered but still friends. You bring them together, you put them into a fresh face of like the WWE or WCW at the time, they could have been the biggest thing. 
Like, I'm trying they're to just think, so technically sound. I'm trying to think of who I would pick for that team. Because a lot of these I didn't think about, like, older older characters. Um, but if I'm casting the shield, I would probably have to go with uh, – this is a weird one for my first one, but Scotty Riggs. I don't know if you remember Ooh. Scotty Riggs. Is like he wasn't – he was also Scotty Anton, and so he was – uh, but he was in, you know, American Males and all that stuff. But I liked him a lot. I would throw him in there. You need a big dude. You need the Roman. So I would probably go with like Adam Bomb, like Wrath. I feel like he yeah, that's a good one. Is like the big dude in there. Uh, and then throwing somebody that's a little charismatic, also just like a kind of wild card pick out there, D'Lo Brown. That's like hey, a hey. That, that's a ragtag legendary shield, but D'Lo, Scotty Riggs, and uh, Wrath or Adam Bomb, I think would be a sick kind of ragtag version of the shield. Um, Do you think any of those guys would have, or all three of those guys would have, because we see now Seth, Roman, and uh, Dean, John Moxley, are at the top of their games now. Do you think those superstars, if they were the shield of their time, do you think it would have gave them a better, or do you think they would have, once they fell apart, they would have fell back on their mid-card roles. See, that's the thing that's really hard because I look at somebody like Scotty Riggs and I'm like, he had all the tools, man. He was pretty decent on the mic. He, he had the look. He was great in the ring. I just think his packaging was never perfect. He never, you know, he was always the side piece to something else. With the way yes. that they, if they pushed them in the way that they pushed the shield, D'Lo was always a standout. He just never got that direct spot. Um, the same thing as like Adam Baum was always this huge imposing figure. He was in Chronic. He did a lot in early uh WWF, you know, uh, he was actually managed by Raven at one point by Sky, mm -hmm. was it Johnny Polo? Um, so if I look at them and I'm like, if WWE pushed them in the same manner they pushed a shield, I was surprised Adam Bomb never was world champion, dude. Like he, yeah. he had a look, he was a dominating character, he was ginormous. You, you know what I mean? It was the timing. It was the timing yeah. that he was wrestling at that time. It was too exactly. too many big names in the industry. Now, for my newer version of this team, they're not – I definitely think it's going to be a different pick than than you would think. Um, Isaiah Swerve, I like him a okay. lot. I feel like he would be cool. Bronson Reed and Rhea Ripley. Ooh, I kind of like my, that. That's my, that's my three-way dance there because, like, Bronson's, like, that big buff dude. Isaiah's just, like, really charismatic and got the the more technical kind of, like, fast pace. And Rhea's great on the mic. She's representing the women's division. She's got that badass gimmick where she would fit right in with, like, a shield-esque type stable. Um, I, just, I just think it would be a very unique and also, like, they just click for some reason in my head. I was like, this is, I like this. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense right there. And adding the Rhea Ripley, that's like a, a swerve, if you will, that it works with it. Like, like she would be the powerhouse of the bunch. Oh, you broke out for a sec. What was that? It was a swerve As of a, what? She would, I said, it's a swerve. She would be the powerhouse of the bunch. Exactly, which is kind of crazy, right? Um, yeah. But when you mentioned Bronson Reed before, I was like, I actually had Bronson Reed penciled in uh, to my nation and then I swapped him out for Keith Lee because I was like, I, I wanted to bring uh, someone from the women's division. It's like Mia Yim would be great. And I was like, Keith Lee, like that, that just fit for me. 
Um, but I, I think that team would be pretty good. I feel like there's a lot of individuals you could put in that that three-man or three-person stable. I like the idea of a three-person group just coming in and dominating. Uh, what would you think, now that we're getting into some of the larger groups, uh, let's jump to the four-man group before we get too big. Let's look at okay. our four horsemen and evolution picks. All right. Uh, do you want me to start with this one? Yeah, you can go ahead. All right, perfect. I'm going to do my four horsemen. Okay. And this one is kind of one of my favorite ones. I really, really want to see this right now. Now that I've written it down, um, obviously, as the older veteran, kind of the mentor, the Ric Flair, but I'm kind of bringing him. He's kind of retired now, but if we had him a few years ago, I'm going Shawn Michaels. Kind of mm. have to go there. But like, if we can even get yeah. him a few years early where he can still do some moves, or even now if he just has to hit a few big moves, and then you got to bring in the protege, Adam Cole, baby, nice. you got to put that in there. And they need a, you need a good tag team, right? Everyone needs a good tag team. Who would flow best with those two guys? I'm not going with Bobby Fish and O'Reilly or none uh, of those guys. Nope, not going with that. I'm going with the bar. Bring good. back Sheamus and Cesaro. Can you hear oh, me? Am right. I still there? The bar, yeah. yeah, you're good. You pop back in. So the bar, yeah, that would be great. The bar actually. in there. That would be – that's kind of crazy. Right? That's like, so I would want to see that now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I wrote it down. And I was like, we got We got Michaels, Cole, and the bar. And the bar. That's good. And Cesaro. That's good. I like that. Bella. I'm actually super proud of that. Um, <laughs> I and I went with AEW. Um, so I'm sticking with what I what I want to see now in AEW. Hangman, MJF, FTR. It's what I want to yeah. see. I feel like MJF, although he doesn't have the pedigree of a Ric Flair, he's got the mouth of a Ric Flair. <laughs> he's got that heel uh, gene that can just make everybody hate you, but he's also pretty much the greatest heel going. Uh, Hangman, yeah. it's just his vibe. It's his, He just feels like a horseman. And when you say that, FTR just fits that mold. It's Arn and Tully all over again. I say saddle Arn and Tully with them and let them be co-managed by the brain busters, you know, by the greatest team uh, in, in the history of the NWA. I I'll go out and say that. They're one of my favorite teams of all time. I know there's a lot of NWA teams and uh, a lot of people that are probably fans that are going to be upset by that. But if, I'd be hard-pressed. Arn and Tully, man, I love them i i watched them and i was big into technical wrestling and i was like man why aren't all teams like this they didn't have to be powerhouses they didn't have to be that um over the top and that's what ftr are yeah i 100 percent agree and going back to the brain busters though it's best about watching their tape is you can watch a brain busters tape from 1980s watch it now and you could still learn it's entertaining it holds up it's just phenomenal the way that these guys can able to slow the pace of the match down and then bring the real power side and technicality out of it. And yeah, I agree like that, especially with those characters, Hangman, FTR, we kind of get that tease that they're going to be joining up soon, mm -hmm. but throwing, uh, who was the, you had, um, MJF? MJF in there. Yeah. Like that's just the cherry on top. That would just bring that, bring them as that heel faction that would just, it would get over as a heel. I feel like that. So I want to jump over to my version of uh, evolution because I stuck to WWE for that. And I feel like it's very similar to your version of your horseman because I oh. feel like evolution is the newer version of the horseman, you know? 100%. Um, yeah. So I would have Randy take over the Triple H spot. 
So okay. the young buck becomes the uh, you know the the world champion. Teacher. Yeah, um, and then taking over the Ric Flair spot, I'll put Triple H. I would have them like rotate. So you'd have Orton okay. as, the, as the world champion, the guy who's the experienced guy, and then you got Triple H, who's the old vet who doesn't really wrestle much anymore, but he's got all that experience and he's pouring onto you. Um, for my young buck spot, Adam Cole, baby, baby, I feel like put him in the Randy Orton spot from the original uh, Evolution and watch him shine. Somebody that might not fit the mold. But I don't think Batista did either. You know, he went from Deacon Batista into this Batista role, and nobody really knew whether he was going to fit or not. Carrying Cross, I would put okay. in as my fourth person. Um, because also it'd be cool because you had Batista and Flair before. Imagine Cross and Triple H as a tag team. Yeah. That'd be kind of legit. They kind of remind me of each other too a little bit, like the way their like move sets kind of are. That I forget about carrying uh, Cross right now because he's so new to the NXT scene. But man, yeah. like that will be one epic stable. Especially, I like the fact that you brought it back to the original too as well, so they can kind of yeah. keep it moving. And if they could be managed by Ric Flair too, that would be insane. Yeah, and then we can just it. use the gift. Give me what I want. <laughs> Uh, for my evolution, I did what you did for the Four Horsemen. So it's lucky that we're going to be off kilter for most of these and make it more interesting because I went AEW for my okay. uh, evolution slash authority style figures. Um, I went with Cody as the leader, okay. the world champion, you know, the Triple H-esque. And then for my young buck, went with MJF, obviously. I feel like evolution would fit him more. Then uh, you put him with uh, I forget where you put the him horseman. with uh, the horseman. Um, I yeah. feel like the authority would be or the evolution character would kind of fit his mold a little bit more. Okay. And then as the big muscular person, the murder hawk Lance, Lance Archer. Archer. And then uh, who else did I have with? And then just I threw one in there because I want to see him in AEW so bad. Now he needs to control his own narrative. I'd love to see EC3 in that role, just because uh, I believe you're the one we talked about. Like EC3 and MJF together in a pairing yeah. would be, oh, be yeah. ooh yeah, so iconic. Magic, It'd be magic. Um, so I actually did a version of Evolution for AEW. I oh, did just in case, then. just in case. It's very different from yours and probably not as good. Um, but I put Jericho in the Triple H role. Okay. okay, so the world champion, the traveled uh, megastar. For the old salt character, instead of Rick, let's throw in Arn. I feel like Jericho okay. and Arn would be very weird, but an odd, like oddly familiar pairing. You know, they both have that old school WCW vibe. In my uh, young buck spot, Darby Allen. I like it. I, I had him as a write-in, but... And then uh, for my my big brawler dude, instead of the murder hawk, I an unmasked Luchasaurus. Ooh, that's a good idea right there. Give him an actual like go from the deacon to yep. the powerhouse from that. Exactly, role. that would and be awesome. I'm envisioning Austin, which is his real name, Austin and Arn as a tag team. It'd be pretty sick, dude. I feel like that, like an unmasked badass Luchasaurus with Arn Anderson, learning from the greatest tag team specialist of all time, one of the, uh, would be amazing. And it, it, that Flair Batista vibes all day. Um, I could definitely see Darby 
becoming the next Randy Orton, you know, the young world champion who just takes over the scene. And Jericho in the the head of any stable is always going to be good in my book. Yeah, that, that's a good one. Um, for yours, for that one, because um, Arn is just a little old for wrestling matches, what about if you put Matt Cardona in his spot? Kind of that veteran role, but like kind of not as old as Jericho is the issue, but like still that veteran. Could Jer- could Cardona take Triple H spot and have Jericho and have in Jericho the Jericho play the Rick Blair? Oh, it, well, maybe take a little time, but I can definitely see it happening. I'm trying to think of who else could could even fulfill that like older mentor role that's in <laughs> Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I'm trying to think of like some people that are like older in AEW that could fulfill that role. But Jake I don't the Snake. <laughs> I couldn't see him wrestling either, though. That's it's, the thing. Yeah, like, that's the same. Yeah. Where I mean, oh the thing God. is, Ric Flair wasn't in a wrestling like you know he flopped yeah. so bad for most of those. Exactly. Well, that's what I figured. I was like, you know, Austin would carry most of that. Lucha would carry most of that anyway. Uh, but it is something I'd like to see. Um, would you like to go NWO or DX? I'll leave it up to you. I want to end on NWO. So let's go to DX. All right. Um, I did a little bit larger stable than usual. Well, actually, no, I didn't. So I did two different stables. Um, Both are WWE. So my idea was Seth Rollins running it. Seth Rollins is the new Shawn Michaels. Okay. I have Seth Rollins with um, Dolph Ziggler. And I have them together as like the Triple H and Shawn Michaels thing. Um, either one of them, I guess, could be the Shawn Michaels role. They're both kind of the Shawn Michaels role. And then the New Age Outlaws version for for the next thing going is I would have Dunn and Riddle reunited because the the whatever, the bro, whatever they were, um, yeah. they were amazing. I love the them. weights. Yeah, I absolutely love them. And I thought they were a great team. I thought they were kind of that tongue-in-cheek style. Matt Riddle fits a DX vibe so hard. And the way that he made Dunn fit that bro style, I loved. So I think they would be really fun. Uh, And I would throw in Shotzi Blackheart into that mix. You'd give her a little shout-out there, too, because she did drive the tank around. I know what you're doing there. That that's a pretty good that's a pretty good little setting pairing of people there. Uh, I did a WWE version as well. Uh, okay. We do have one name in common, and that is Matt Riddle. Obviously, okay. like he screams DX vibes all over the place. Uh, and I had to put him with Montez Ford as him and the John Michaels Triple H. And yeah. then for the tag team, I brought in Big E. And Xavier Woods. Nice. I mean, yeah. I left Kofi in the dust there, but Kofi just doesn't have those. I mean, he could easily jump in with this, but like Xavier Woods is more of the outspoken. Big yeah. E, obviously, more outspoken. And then we yeah. throw Bianca Belair on there, and then For boom, sure. you got yourself brand new DX. That would be epic. Um, I actually very similar. Um, so my second DX that I branded, I've reused a couple people. Because I made an all-female version of DX. So I did Rhea Ripley, because I feel like she would be great in that. Uh, Bianca Belair, 
Shotzi, Sasha. Ooh, that could be a good one too. Especially, I never even think about a female version of any of these groups, but that yeah. one would be an epic one, especially for DX, because you have Sasha, who's kind of like that star power role, the kind of like lead, like the Shawn Michaels, who kind of complains, kind of does, you know, still a star. And then Rhea yeah. Ripley, who's that next big thing coming, that would be awesome. That's I think it'd be cool. Right and now. Bianca, I think, would be kind of the badass role because um, she's a little bit tougher, but she also has that attitude. Uh, and then I just feel like uh, Shotzi just fits that vibe for me for some reason. Um, I do have an older version of a DX if we could cast it with not like old, like 90s, or because that's when it happened, wrestlers, yeah. but say like mid 2000s, that sort of style. After DX mm -hmm. is kind of already passed, we've got a lot of big characters. Okay. Um, you put the Dr. Thugonomics, John Cena in it. And then you put him with, where was it on here? Oh, and it's a mixture too. So you put the Dr. Thugonomics with Johnny Gargano, okay. and then you put him with Finn Balor. Oh, okay. And have see Cena that. like lead that, those group of guys in like a DX fashion. Um, mm -hmm. Cause like Finn Balor, not the Demon King, but the new age one, like he can fit that kind of like Billy Gunn kind of role, and then I don't even think you need the other tag team because it would just kind of be a three-man group at that point. But that was led a DX group led by Cena is something that I would want to see, especially like if you can get like the Doctor Thugonomics, not the you know United States Champion. See, this one hundred percent bleeds into our final stable for me because I would put John Cena at the head of a new NWO. Really? Is it all That's because of five more now? No, honestly, I've thought about this for years because he's Hogan. It would be perfect for Cena to come back after he's had a career, after he goes to Hollywood, comes back when he can't even really put on a match anymore, very similar to Hogan, and do that iconic heel turn and, you know, have a run at the end of his career, you know? Uh, it does bleed in too well because unlike Cena, I kind of had the other major acting superstar leading my NWO, The Rock. Rock. Wow. The Rock. Because okay. he brings, based on, is literally going out the same thing, because I just thought, like, who's the Hollywood, because it went from Hollywood Hogan to the NWO yeah. for the most part. And so it's just like Hollywood come right back. Don't even have to do much, but you put Hogan oh. with, and I wanted to bring, now this is kind of like, or not Hogan, but you bring the Rock in as the Hogan character. I want to yeah. bring Rhino right when WWE merged with ECW and they brought in like the oh. Gore Rhino. Yeah, Put yeah, that yeah. Rhino in with him with Tommaso Ciampa and then bring in okay. Enzo Amare as the X-Pac character later See, on. If we're doing like, now you're getting a crazy time. I'm like, I could do crazy timeline stuff. I didn't know we we're doing crazy timeline stuff. Well, but then, I like was so hard like to cast. Especially well, New Day. Like it's, See, I, I put together some interesting stuff. I think Cena makes that Hulk Hogan role. The Rock is an interesting one on that. But the thing is, Rock has good movies. Cena's movies have all been shit, so it fits Hogan better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I would, uh, I would have the tag team of Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe. 
I would Ooh, like to I see like them that. together in an NWO vibe. You make them both super heel. Um, you get that edgy Kevin Owens. You get the badass Samoa Joe. They're both like big, beefy, burly dudes. I feel like that'd be super sick. Um, I would have Roman in there. So I feel like he would be a great heel, especially alongside of a heel Cena. This is going to be a powerhouse stable. This is like NWO consolidating all the power. Finn Balor. I feel definitely has to be a part of that bullet club vibes all day into the, the NWO. Um, and then for some of my like lesser known picks, because you know, it's got to bleed out into the smaller card as well. Um, I had Io Shirai, Sonya okay. Deville. And for uh, two dudes I'd like to see in there, Murphy, I think would be really cool in an NWO team. And I would love to see Dexter Loomis. That's, that's another good one right there. Dexter Loomis, a name I forgot to add to my list. You can add Dexter Loomis to a lot of these. But yeah, oh, yeah. and the Sonny uh, DeVille. Yeah. I had Sonny DeVille in a version of my shield as well. Mm-hmm. And so that I feel like she just has that mentality of you. She's like a badass, like China mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I, she's got that MMA I didn't background. make a second one. She does. I did make a second one. It's not the NWO, but I did go BWO. Hell yeah, dude. Have to. I have to with my ECW background. And so for mm-hmm. if I was going to cast the Blue World o- Order, I put Mojo Rawley in there. Okay. We got Otis. Okay. And then Ricochet as the Nova character. Wow. Okay. Um, immediately when you said that, I thought Otis, of course, but he's a big dude. Um, but I would change it up a little bit. I would bring in our truth instead of a Mojo Rally character. And then I would go way out of the box and bring back Santa Santino Morella <laughs> and throw him in there with Otis and our truth. That'd be the ultimate comedy team. That way that would be a, that you're right. That one's a little bit better than mine, especially because our truth in anything right now is oh, just yeah, the best. Sure. Uh, and that, yeah, wow. that's just perfect. Otis too is just great at everything he's putting out. I sat here looking at all these stables because Otis is like my favorite star right now. Like I know he's not going to put on five star like Meltzer boners or whatever, but I love Otis. He's so entertaining, but it'd be so hard to fit him into most of these stables because he's such a unique character. You know what I mean? Um, whereas our truth, I honestly thought about turning him heel, uh, putting him in the nation or potentially even making him in evolution. As like the older, almost a Ric Flair spot in Evolution. But he doesn't have the same pedigree as a lot of the other people. Unless you count all his 24-7 title reigns. I was going to say, he is, what, 39-time champion yeah. at this point? Yeah. But I think he is that kind of veteran role because he's been around. You know, you got to think about it. He, was in, he, was, was, he wasn't the first TNA champion, but he was a TNA champion early 2000s he was in wwe forever ago as k quick and all that you know he's been around he he's seen everything the industry has to offer and he's still relevant he's more relevant now than ever he still can move too like he's like rvd in the sense where like he could no matter like his body never changes well rvd's body's changed in the last couple years but like his body never changes and so yeah yeah, archery's very very underused on our card he's very underused 
Another person that I wanted to add in here, but he doesn't really wrestle anymore, um, was Booker T. I wanted to use Booker T in Evolution. I feel like he would have been that world champion spot, that uh, that Triple H spot. Uh, yeah, I well, since we're kind of wrapping down here at the end, I have a few names of legends that I would add to newer age uh, okay. factions, like for the Hurt business. I would love to put Booker T in there as well as like kind of like their mentor. Like you okay. have MVP that kind of does that, but he still wrestles. But you put like a give Booker T them as like an Arn Anderson type of character for AEW. I would love to see Booker T there. And then you throw Aleister Black in that mix. Mm, I know it's a hurt that, business. Like Aleister Black kind of just fits that mold really yeah. well. I like that a lot. If I were to add somebody to the hurt business, um, I'd probably go Bronson Reed right away and maybe even Karrion Cross. I feel like both of them are like just brawler kind of beat em up characters. I would really like to see them in that mix. Maybe even a, a Dexter Loomis, somebody who adds like that mysterious kind of vibe, but I don't think he'd fit as well, to be honest. Dexter Loomis, good thing you said that because now you're putting that in my head. He'd fit perfect with the Ministry of Darkness. He would actually. He would fit really, really well. What about uh him as you know Austin Theory seems to have disappeared? What about him being a new disciple alongside Murphy with Rollins? I would love to see that as well. Uh, I mean, especially with what Seth Rollins is building, and now it's they were kind of getting somewhere, and then with Theory's circumstances yeah. and forcing to be forced away, uh, <laughs> rightly so, if if accurate. But they need to start giving him some power. And bringing up a young superstar like Dexter Loomis would be something that gives them that it, – it's another thing, too. It gives them that height. A lot of times, like, that doesn't necessarily matter. But when you have two guys about the same height, Seth Rollins is a big guy himself. But you bring someone taller than him, it does bring that dominant feel. 100%. 100%. I'm trying to think of what else we even have. Like, we don't have a lot of stables nowadays. It, it is hard. Um, think about like some like one thing that pops to mind is like New Day. Um, if I had to put a legend into New Day, like say I can bring back anybody in a time capsule, who would fit better in New Day than if you brought back 2000 Rikishi? That would actually – I feel like it would make it almost too cheesy though. Like because uh, Too Cool was like fun, but it wasn't like – the New Day is funny, but also I buy them as like the most legitimate tag team. Like Rikishi and Too Cool, I was never like those dudes aren't gonna have the belts for 483 days. You know what I mean? Like I, I just never looked at it that way. If I were to bring somebody into New Day, I you know what? I would love Mark Henry. I would love uh, Mark Henry in New Day. He's funny. He's huge. He's got the power. You know, he's just like a total package type of guy. Could you imagine Big E and Mark Henry as a tag team, just like oh, destroying yeah. people? That, that would be would hilarious. Be epic too, I love that idea. Biggie's five count. They could do ten counts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and going to uh, switching sides over here to AEW. Who would you put as a legend into Dark Order? Oh, I mean, The Undertaker. Uh, is that, that's the most obvious then one. Then right? it just becomes the Ministry of Darkness, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, kind of exactly. will become exactly that. Unmasked um, Demon Kane when he was, like, doing that, like, where he still had the, like, soot on his face and the weird hair thing. That character <laughs> would fit well in the Dark Order. 
that would uh they already kind of have a couple big guys mm-hmm. uh i want to put someone small in there say we go someone like a sean waltman one two three kid kind of put him in that world um that would be something that kind of gives them that spryness that gives them mm-hmm. something that can they can work with and because like they already have 10 and five is kind of like decently built too yeah and so it's just i don't want to give them with brody lee in there as well you can't you can't you can't outshine the exalted one what about lance storm oh that's another really good one to put in there yeah lance storm would fit really well because he's that strong silent type too um someone that you don't need to talk because they just get the job done he's got those cold dead eyes you know what i mean (laughs) like he would just kind of bring that vibe naturally and he's got that technical style he's got that pedigree that background um, you know, he was a trainer forever, and he's a free agent because WWE let him go, sadly. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> if you were to replace the people that are with Jericho in Inner Circle and build a new Inner Circle around Jericho using WWE or AEW stars, well, who would you build around him for Inner Circle? Building around Jericho had the hard part with the Inner Circle is they, I believe they kind of picked some of the best options because mm-hmm. uh, it's such a ragtag group of guys that it, in itself that you wouldn't expect them all to be together. But yeah. if we are recasting it, you put Jericho with uh, uh, um, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix as the tag team, and mm-hmm. then you give him someone like Murderhawk, Lance Archer. See, the thing is then we're just recast like people of the same role. So I'm just going to drop that idea and I want to move to WWE because that would be something that we wouldn't see and so something that we can kind of work more off of. For and sure. so you give Jericho uh, the Viking Raiders. I was going to say give, the exact same thing. How I had it. You, you give him the Viking Raiders. You give him uh, – I don't really want to give him Drew McIntyre because Drew McIntyre is the champion. But I feel like yeah. Drew McIntyre fits that fighting role where he can just be that big, tall. Or Bobby Lashley. Uh, you can give him Bobby yeah. Lashley. Just Bobby Lashley would fit the same as the Jake Hager role. And mm-hmm. then you give him that young superstar – you got to go with the one who can talk on the mic. One of the best, Adam Cole, baby. And then you can just pass the torch from there. I don't know. See, I would agree 100% Bobby Lashley and Viking Raiders. I don't know who I'd put in that last spot. I would almost just want to pull Darby Allen, dude. Like, I feel like Darby, he's got the similar build to Sammy. He's got a unique character. He's got someone who eventually, what I'm hoping they'll eventually do is build Sammy to where he can go against Jericho. And that's what eventually gets Sammy over as like a main event star. I can see them doing the exact same thing with a Darby Allen. Um, but if we had to go WWE, I don't know who I would like that has that charisma. Uh, maybe Ricochet. Ricochet would be a good one. Angel Garza, now that we're talking about it, yeah, that Angel could be Garza another one that works. Really uh, Mustafa Ali, I've talked about him. Mustafa, you know, I love him. yeah. I, I love feel like he's getting kind of too back. old, though. Yes, that is amazing, <laughs> yeah. too. Like, finally. He lost it and then found it. When are they going to do the same to Buddy? Yeah. I lo- well, I like Murphy. Buddy never sounds intimidating. You know, like, don't call me buddy, guy. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> don't call me guy, pal. <laughs> exactly. It's like it never felt very intimidating. That's a face name. It is very much so. That's when they were trying to, when he was in NXT and they didn't know what to do with him at that point. So mm-hmm. I'm glad with what he's doing now with the disciples is working well. So exactly. I, mean, I love their whole turn that they're wrong for, but that's why we watch so, wrestling. 
next time around, I think maybe we can do the Bullet Club. Um, I even thought about maybe recasting something like the Elite. It's not necessarily a stable. It's kind of a group. It's kind of like the Click. Speaking on that, what if there was a New Age Click? We're going to talk about that one in the next episode. That's what I'm saying. So these are some ideas that I have. Let us know in the comments down below. Stables we left out that maybe are your favorites, some uh, characters that you would swap out in them. What do you want us to talk about in the next one? Maybe we will. But maybe we won't because we do what we want. Um, But I have been Heel Hugs, my partner in crime, Macho Fans, Andy Ravage. Make sure to follow us all over. We are on YouTube. We are on TikTok. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We are on Spotify listening to you, right? Or you're listening to us right now. Make sure when you do tag us in social media, use that KOTK hashtag so we can get out the word about Keepers of the Kayfabe because we're working hard to have some fun and create some entertainment for you. And hopefully you can help us spread the word so other people hear it as well. Make sure to go check out ProWrestlingTees.com slash Heel Hugs. You can get that Heel Club t-shirt. Hopefully soon we'll have a Keepers of the Kayfabe one. You can also go over to teespring.com for Macho Fan over there. It's in his link tree. You can get his shirt. So he wakes up feeling like Macho Fan's in direction. And that is way too damn good. good. And uh, make sure to pick that up. It comes in some cool colors that we've seen him wear. I enjoy them. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all that we got now. We don't have sponsors to plug, but if you'd like to sponsor us, hey, we're always open. Email us, uh, kotkhugs at gmail.com. Or is yours K-O-T-K Sandy? Uh, I think so. Maybe KotkHugs at gmail.com. Because I don't remember what Sandy's is. So, but there you go. <laughs> we'll get that for and, you soon. And we'll be back soon, whether it's real or fake. We always keep I, the game, I'm sorry, you cut out that last part. I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I whether said whether it's real, it's or, real fake. or fake. Yeah, there you go. And then I pointed. We always keep the, we always keep the kayfabe. I should have known. That's my line. That's right, brother. But we'll be back next week with another one. We love you guys. Bye.